Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Mindfully Moody, a podcast and community built on the goal of inspiring you to reach your truest potential. I am Sarah, and I am joined here with my co-host, Hannah. Before we get into today's topic, I just wanted to do a official podcast announcement that we are launching our first ever Mindfully Moody Challenge on June 1st. We're really excited to launch this. It is all around developing a morning routine and putting that into practice. So I released an episode on May 20th that you can go back if you didn't listen, listen Make sure you listen and join into the challenge. I go all in on that episode about how you can develop your own morning routine, um, take you through a step-by-step process to do that, and really build a routine that fits into your lifestyle. So we are kicking off the challenge on June 1st on Vibely, which is an app that you can build a community and you can engage with us on. And the link is in the description of this podcast. And we will also be doing a bunch on social media, both TikTok and Instagram, um, about the challenge, how to join in. And the cool thing about Vibely is that we can communicate with you on the app. So if you are interested in learning you know, more about how to develop your routine, you want help from us, we are able to talk to you there. So definitely check out the link and join along. And we are so excited to kick off and have you all with us. Hey, everyone. In today's topic, we will be discussing the power of your thoughts and how they can impact your life. So I want to share a story called The Wolf You Feed Gets Stronger, a conversation between a grandpa and his son. So the grandpa said, my son, the battle is between two wolves inside of us. One is evil. It's anger, envy, jealousy, sorrow, regret, greed, self-pity, guilt, resentment, lies, false pride, and ego. The other is good. It's joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, empathy, generosity, truth, and compassion. And the grandson thought thought about it for a minute and then asked his grandfather, which wolf wins? And the old Cherokee simply replied, the one that you feed. And so I just love this story so much because I think it really makes us think about our thoughts and the quality of our thoughts and how those thoughts can impact us. And something happened to me the other day that I wanna share that really made me look into this story. And so I was in meditation and there was um, this air conditioner going off and there was like like a little bit of a screeching noise. And we were sitting in this dark room, I couldn't see anyone. And it was for 45 minutes and this air conditioner continued to go off. And I really started focusing my energy on this air conditioner and this noise and how annoying it was. And I started focusing all of my energy there. And I was here, I was in that room to really meditate and focus on my breath and try to quiet my thoughts. But all of my energy and all of my thoughts were going to this annoyance in the room. And I could not take my focus off of it. I just kept thinking like, why is this broken? Like, why is this air conditioner making noise? Why did they choose the room? And it kept getting larger and larger and larger because I was feeding into the story. And then I had a moment where I reshifted my thoughts and I stopped focusing on the air conditioner and I focused on my breath and I focused on quieting my mind. And all of a sudden the air conditioner like was no longer to be found in my mind. The annoyance was no longer there. And I was calming down into my body and focus on my breath. And this just made me realize like this is such a big lesson in life is our thoughts 
are so powerful in the and in, in controlling us and how we feel in life. And if you're feeding negativity, negative thoughts constantly, your life is going to be filled with negative negativity. But if you feed your life with positive thoughts and optimism, you're going to see that reflected in your life. Yeah, this is such an interesting topic because we talk so much about like the narrative that we create in our heads for our lives or, you know, the narrative of, of how our life has been in the past. And then, you know, being able to change that if, if it's not the narrative that we want to live in our future. So, so there's the literal interpretation of the two sides of you, but I also really like the interpretation that you just talked about, which is like a really in the moment, um, you know, I'm thinking one thing. And if I keep going down that path, you know, whatever that path may be in a different example that like, I'm going to just get obsessed with that path. Right. And if it's a path that I don't want to be going down, I can shift my mindset and go down a different path. So it's really like this idea of not necessarily taking control of your thoughts, but reframing, repositioning to focus on something else. Yeah, like another example, like a real life example was like anxiety, like anxiety I was feeling like related to work. Like I was telling myself these stories of like, I can't do this, like I'm not capable, like I'm not fit for this. Like I was I was speaking all of these anxieties into existence to mm-hmm. then allow me to create an idea about how I feel about my work. When if I was creating these different stories around my position and the work I'm doing. Like I am a great worker. I cannot wait to produce like quality work for this company and like feeding like positivity, positivity. So that's so weird. Positivity into this cycle. I would be having a different like outcome. I probably would be feeling more positive about the situation because I was feeding the story of me working in a more positive light. Yeah, totally. It's so interesting of like the the stories that we tell ourselves internally, right? And it can be in such different wide spans of topics, but like the stories that we tell ourselves in our own minds turn into how we really feel about ourselves, right? Like that is so impactful on our self-confidence, our self-worth, our self-acceptance. Like those stories create our narrative, which creates our life. And if you're telling yourself negative stories, you're feeding that negative part of yourself to go back to the wolf, you know, that, that, oh, I'm not worthy of X, whether it be love or a good job or, you know, to look a certain way or whatever it may be. Like if you're telling yourself again and again and again that you're not worthy of this thing, like you're manifesting that in your life. Yeah. So I think that there are a couple of ways where we can kind of try to like slow down and like even like listen to what stories are being told because some people listening might not even be like knowing what, you know, what quality of stories are telling themselves. Am I telling myself good stories or telling myself bad stories? And I feel like there are a couple of things that you can do to really slow down and try to listen to how you're talking to yourself and try to improve the quality of those thoughts and stories that are going through your head. And if you listen to the last podcast about mindfulness, 
um, that is a great step into really slowing down those thoughts and, you know, trying to um, listen to yourself and listen to your heart and become a more, you know, positive, um, lightened person. So mindfulness and meditation can be really helpful. But another tool that's really helpful to kind of slow down and try to like observe what's going on in your brain is journaling. I think journaling is such a great way to get those thoughts down on paper and try to like actualize what is actually being said inside of your head and in your conscious mind. So it could be like, you know, I am anxious that I'm going to lose my job. And then, you know, you can really try to like break down that story and try to process it. Like, what is that? Why am I having these stories? Like, is that even real? Because I feel like a lot of these negative stories that we kind of tell ourselves usually aren't necessarily like reality, right? Like, I feel like maybe we just have a fear that kind of is like reiterating those stories, but bringing them down on paper and just like really trying to think about like where they come from can be really helpful in trying to process some of these stories that you're telling yourself. Journaling is one of the things that led me to have a shift in mindset about this topic. So I've talked about my health journey on our past episodes um, and certainly on the, the emotional eating and toxic diet culture episode and just having a lifelong struggle, really more internal struggle than anything um, with being overweight or feeling, um, you know, just not worthy in my own body. And I told myself a lot of stories in relation to that. Like there was a, a track in my brain that, you know, had on one side, it was saying, okay, you know, society tells you that you're not worthy of certain, really, any type of success, actually, if you're overweight, that you're just not worthy of anything, that you are just an inferior person to other people that may be, you know, in the societal standard of, of size or beauty. So I, I told myself a lot of stories in relation to that. And on the other side, I told myself a lot of stories about how hard it is to lose weight or how hard it is to be healthy. I had been on like a spiral um, of different like toxic diets throughout really my teenage and adult life. Um, and I had a lot of stories around that too, right? Around like success and then fail and success and then fail. So I was in this like cycle of constantly feeling sad for myself and thinking that this is really, really hard. And I just was feeding into all of those different stories. And I really had, I've told this piece of it too, like an awakening moment um, in the beginning of 2020 where I was able to do a lot of self-reflection and journaling is something that's really been prevalent throughout my whole life since I was very, very young. I've always been an active journaler. And through that, I was able to really be like, okay, why is this something that like I'm not able to push past in my life? You know, like how can I shift my mindset? So I, I started to try to shift my mindset and focus on the positive stories about um, you know, health or about, um, you know, losing weight and the positive things that it could bring into my life and, you know, how it would make my life easier in certain ways to be more active and feel more comfortable in my body. Right. And I started making less excuses. I started introducing small habit changes into my life. So I fed that other wolf, right? Like those two wolves and it was able to change my life so drastically. But the key is that shift in mindset, which is really challenging. Yeah, you mentioned about society, like society standards. And like, I feel like society has a lot to do with like 
how we feel about ourselves and like how the stories that we tell ourselves, right? Because, you know, society, we see that this is what a woman should look like and this is how a woman should act. And, you know, this is the type of level of success that you need and this is how much money you need. And I feel like society really like also adds like a lot of shame to people who may not like fit that necessary that 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 societal standard um and there's this like thing that's coming up in my head right now and, and it's something that i experienced at the 24-hour retreat and like for me like there's something that i always want to do is like i, I always want to dance i love dancing i want to be outside but then i feel like you know you have to like kind of be drinking to dancing and like to dance and like um express yourself and, you know, I, I've thought about like these moments where like, okay, I could like go to the park and like dance by myself. But then like, I had these thoughts that came in that said like, no, like people would think you were weird if you went and like danced at the park by yourself. Like that's like out of the norm. And so why I'm bringing this up because is because I was at this 24 hour retreat and we had like this dance party with like a bunch of sober people and everyone there like nobody was on any substances everyone was just like expressing themselves and it was just like such a comfortable environment and like i felt so safe and so accepted because all the other people were also in that same like energy of like acceptance and just like love and so where i'm going with this is like i kind of had this like positive attitude about dancing without having to be drunk and I felt so good doing it. And like, it's because I allowed myself to have those thoughts that were positive to express myself. And yeah, I think I just wanted to share that because I thought it was an interesting thing. That's so awesome. I mean, it just that when we're able to release like the stories, our internal stories that we tell ourselves of the, the fear and, you know, fear of going outside of our comfort zone or fear of being judged or, you know, when we're able to release that, like the things that can happen in our life and the, the positive actions that can come out of that, you know, like you were able to let go of that and look at like the freedom, sense of freedom that it brought you. Right. So I think it's, it's so important to have that self-awareness, like practice the self-awareness of, okay, what, you know, when you're, when you're in a moment where like you're in a spiral of, of thoughts or you're in a spiral of like, I'm telling myself these negative stories and like, I'm feeding that practice. Okay. What am I getting down this path that I'm like spiraling into negativity? Like being able to recognize that is the first step. And I think that there's also a really important part of this topic that some people are so conditioned to feed that negative side of themselves that it, it becomes like just natural to you to feed that negative side of yourself, right? So it become, that makes it even harder to grow awareness of and even harder to push past because it's like, oh no, like this is just like who I am. You know, like I'm just, yeah, I'm insecure. That's just like who I am. Like the, people really own that. But, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't own it, you know, like own where you are in your life today, but don't let that like prevent you from shifting your mindset. Yeah. I think that's a really great like step of like how people can kind of break out of this like negative, toxic, like um, unconscious, like storytelling is like breaking down, like what those thoughts are and like kind of like stepping out of yourself. I feel like 
and I feel like those types of people kind of need to like do the self work because I think that like that's kind of like a mask. Like they're kind of like using that like mm -hmm. to protect themselves. And so like something that you need to do is just like live authentically to you. Like a lot of times people may like embrace that persona. How do we create new stories? Yeah, it's it's interesting because. You know, I feel like we are just such creatures of habit, too. And that's another reason why it's just so difficult to break these kinds of stories, right? Because if you've been living on this one side of yourself or telling yourself these stories about yourself and your life for a period of time, like you, it's a retraining of your brain. It's just like any other part of self-growth. It's like, you have to retrain your brain to say, okay, I don't have to be this person, but first you have to want to not have those stories about yourself or you want to not live your life that way. And that's why I brought up like some people, it becomes so natural because like, that's just such a thing in society of, you know, people have like really big reactions to things or, you know, it's like, oh, that girl that always pops off about blah, blah, blah. And like people really embrace that side of their personality um, or who they are. And, you know, I'm not saying don't embrace yourself, like embrace yourself, but also recognize like, you know, are you perpetuating negativity in your life? You have to recognize that and you have to grow awareness of that. Yeah, it's totally a muscle. <laughs> Whether that be good or bad, it's a muscle. The stories you tell yourself are like will repeat if you continue to repeat them. Like if you've never noticed that in yourself, like let's say you had a bad week and then all of a sudden you started spiraling and then everything that like in your life started to get a little darker and darker and darker. It's because you were feeding that and it's just kept getting worse and worse and worse. Mm -hmm. You need to find things to pull you out of that. And I'll say one thing that's extremely important if you are feeling like you're kind of in that headspace is who you surround yourself with. We say this almost on every podcast, but like your community is so extremely impactful on your mental health. And like, you need to surround yourself. If you want to live like an uplifting life with light people around you, you need, or if you want to live an uplifting life with positivity and happiness, you need to surround yourself who are all with people who are also living that type of life. Because if you are, you know, really close with someone who's just kind of dark and like has a lot of negativity around their life and you know isn't going many places like you are some of the five people that you surround yourself with so make sure that if that's the trajectory that you want to go on that you're surrounding yourself with people who are also trying to get there yeah and the idea of community and how important it is i also think you know if you're trying to recognize and grow that self-awareness of you know, your thoughts and the stories that you tell yourself with, or you tell yourself, you know, there's inner work that you can do, obviously, that we're talking about journaling, meditation, um, you know, just self-reflection around, okay, the stories that I tell myself. I also would encourage you, if this is something that you really feel like is prevalent in your life, that you tell yourself negative stories and you perpetuate, um, you know, and it doesn't even have to be like, Negative is a really like broad encompassing word, but you tell, you're telling yourself stories that are not um, making your life more fulfilling or not benefiting you in some way that they're, you know, bringing you down in some way or having, you know, an effect on you that is not the effect that you want them to have. 
I would encourage you to speak honestly with your friends and family about it, which I think is something that can be like really, really hard because it's really hard to hear things about ourselves sometimes from the people that are closest to us that are not on like the positive encouraging side. Right. But sometimes there are things that like we are unable to see of ourselves that other people in our community can see. And it could really like turn a switch in your mind of, you know, like, let's say that, you know, you are single right now or something, you know, and I I feel like I bring this up because I feel like this is prevalent in today's society, especially, you know, in our age group, Hannah and I age group of, you know, going into our thirties and, you know, um, maybe being single or being in a relationship, whatever. But in this example, let's say that you're single and you feel a lot of negativity about being single, right? Like you feel like, oh, I'm never going to find someone. I'm not, you know, like you're going down this whole list. I'm just going to be single forever. All of these things, right? Sometimes in our mind, you know, in your mind, you may be like internalizing that as, oh, you know, I have high standards. Oh, I have, you know, like I'm not going to accept anything that's less than what I, I uh, am worth, blah, blah, blah. You may actually be not externalizing that story, right? So it's like, there's also a difference in the way that we internalize stories, the way that we tell stories to other people, the way that we project ourselves to the world. So having like an honest conversation with your friends and family about where you are at in life and those stories that you tell yourself, I think can be really impactful. And even though it might be hard to hear, it could bring self-growth. Yeah, I think that's a great... um idea and like just I think communicating about it like makes it almost realer like is that story real about me and just like also like you know having people there to support you on like something that you may be like repeatedly struggling with um and also it it opens up an arena to like have community like and just know like you're not alone like I'm sure like if you're struggling with something like someone else out there in the world is struggling with it as well so it allows you to like maybe make that connection with someone else and like almost cause like group healing, hopefully. Um, but kind of what you were saying as well is like, this also could manifest into your life. If you're like continuing to tell yourself a story, good or bad, it could manifest in that way. So I'm going to be alone forever. Why would you find a loving, healthy relationship if you're speaking into existence that you're going to be alone forever? Yeah. I mean, that's how manifestation, well, I mean, it depends on how much you believe in manifestation, right? But I believe a lot in manifestation. I think that the stories that we tell ourselves is what we become in a lot of ways. One more story to just drive this home. There's this famous story. Some of you may have heard it. Sarah, I think you definitely, I think you told me this story. So correct me if I get anything wrong, but it's the story about an alcoholic father and his two twin sons and the two twin boys are raised by their alcoholic father and one grew up to become an alcoholic and one asked what happened he said i watched my father and the other boy grew up and never drank in his life and when he asked what happened he said i watched my father and so what this story is telling us is that we can have two completely different perspectives based on the same story And it really just depends on 
you know, how you perceive the story and how you perceive the cards that you were dealt and what you make of that, right? Like you could use your struggle to be successful and thrive in life, or you could use your struggle to really struggle and, you know, not reach your truest potential. So going forward, I just really want you to think about your story and your perspective and how that may be, you know, really impacting your life. Absolutely. And actually that story was not told to you by me, but it was told to you by Rob Dial at Mindset Mentor. Shout out to him because I don't think we've ever shouted him out yet on this podcast. Shout out, Rob. <laughs> Shout out, Rob. Um, if you are looking for additional self-growth advice, go check out Mindset Mentor. I mean, he's he's really hard-hitting advice, but I like it. <laughs> so the real important thing for you to take away from all of these examples that we're giving you, which I feel like we we talked about a lot of different examples because there are so many different ways that this can can appear in your life, right? Like there are there's the idea going back to the original story of having two different sides of who you are and feeding, you know, the negative versus positive, you know, the angel and devil on your shoulder, right? Is it angel and devil on your shoulder? Is that the reference? Yeah. So, you know, there's that part of it. And then there's also the part of you creating your narrative and you, you know, feeding positivity versus feeding negativity. So you can practice all of these different suggestions that we're giving you, you know, journaling, speaking to your community, practicing self-reflection, really trying to grow that self-awareness. And then also, you know, doing the positive things that are going to help you go into that positive mindset, right? You know, like that, that's a really important part of it too, right? So let's say you are feeding negativity. How, how then do you start feeding positivity? So you can change your narrative by doing things like practicing affirmations. Like let's say that, you know, you have been thinking that you are not worthy of X, Y, and Z, a good job, a, you know, healthy lifestyle, whatever it is. Start telling yourself that you are worthy of those things. Doing the things that can shift your mindset to feeding that positive energy, the positive wolf inside of you versus slipping back into that cycle of feeding the negative side. So that is all we have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. If this episode resonated with you, please share it with your community, share it with your friends, your family, your partner, anyone that you think would benefit from this. Also, please leave us a review on whatever podcast platform you're listening on and check us out on social media. We are very active on TikTok and Instagram and we're sharing a lot of additional self-growth content there. So thank you and we will be back with you soon. Stay mindfully moody. Ooh, that was a good chorus. All right.